Learn the most empowering hiring techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with your host, Rick Gerard. Why is the phone screen the most underutilized tool in hiring today? Well, there's a perception or fear that the person making the call will say the wrong thing and script the chances that the person will show up for the interview. The phone screen is treated like a quick used car sale. Tell people all the great things about our company, gather some basic information, and invite the person in to interview. And because we like the way that they look on paper, we assume that they will want to work for us. But here's the truth. High-performing people do not want to work for your company based on your sales pitch. What strong people want is to be understood and to be positioned where they can deliver the greatest impact in an organization. I'm Rick Gerard, and welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. We help entrepreneurs and executives win-win the strongest hires by sharing insights from top-performing rebel entrepreneurs, game changers, and industry leaders. Now, today is another me show, and it's an episode to address one of the millions of questions I receive monthly. This question came up quite often, which is, how do I get better phone screens? So today we're going to tackle that, and I'm going to share with you guys the number one question that every phone screen needs to ask before somebody gets to an interview that's going to load up some great intel as to whether or not somebody should or should not be brought in for an interview. Today we're going to discuss phone screens, what I like to call discovery calls. I think they are the most powerful tool in your recruiting arsenal because that call should be designed to save time for not just the person interviewing, but the interviewers and the interview team as well. Why they're critical to hiring A players? Because this is your first impression that you're making within a company, and it's also the place where people are gonna check out the quickest. And then the most important question you need to have answered before bringing in anyone for an interview. So let's talk a little bit about the challenge today. The phone screen, there's a bit of a fear, or what ends up happening is, Hiring manager ends up doing a quick phone screen. It's usually a technical conversation or something to that effect. And again, we're treating it like it's a screen when actually screens are not a good thing. And let me explain why screens are not great. Screens are not a good thing because of the fact that what you're doing is you're filtering out the bottom 10% and you're also filtering out the top 10%. Now, how is this happening? Because high performers If they feel like they're being screened out or if they feel like they're wasting their time, they're going to check out. Naturally, those people are checking out of the conversation. This is something that is usually skipped or what ends up happening is it's viewed as a time waster. You might have a recruiter and an admin or somebody within the organization call up and ask kind of basic questions as to whether or not they could come in just to ask how many years of this do they have? How many years of that did they have? And it's essentially a situation where 90% of the really good people will weed themselves out because it's not impressive to the person who's on the other end. You have to think about what we're attracting in this phone screen. We're not really attracting people in. We're kind of trying to fend people off. And we're not in a market anymore where that is a good strategy, especially if you're trying to hire. I want you to think about the phone screen as an opportunity rather than a Sure. I want you to start thinking of the phone screen or the discovery calls, I like to call it, as how you can give a really solid first impression of your company. This is how you stand out as an organization. Now, look at a lot of us are entrepreneurs, smaller companies. 
you have to stand out. You have to demonstrate that you're not just some fly-by-night little company that just got funding that's kind of hoping that they're going to be successful. You know, your key component as a founder or a executive at a small startup is that you need to attract the strongest people. Give a strong first impression of the company. And this starts, of course, with this discovery call. The other thing is you need people to show up for your interview when you do have the discovery call. I've had lots of complaints from CEOs talking about how they've had people that they've invited in for an interview and they just no-show. And that's going to continue, by the way. And the reason why they're no-showing is because you're not standing out as an organization. If some other organization with a bigger name brand contacts them, then guess what? That's the interview they're going to go to in most cases. The other thing that's really, really important about having a discovery call with somebody is that you're able to understand, number one, how somebody's positioned, whether or not they're even right for your organization, and two, how to close a person at the end of the process. That's why I want to share with you this one really important question that every phone conversation should wrap up with. Every discovery call should wrap up with. If you've got a good discovery call where somebody's in alignment with your organization, this is the one question you should be asking every time. And that question is simply, what are three or four main criteria that you need to see within an organization or an opportunity for you to accept an offer? And that's it. Three or four main criteria that you're going to judge us by. We are in a market right now where we're not making the decisions the candidates are. So you have to understand that if I understand what's important to this person and I can provide that for them, then that gives me a huge competitive advantage. You're listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Gerard. And for our podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick educational moment from our sponsors. Hey, check out stridesearch.com. There you'll find a link to order your copy of Healing Career Wounds. Let it be your secret weapon to winning the strongest hires. We're talking about the discovery call. And I just shared with you the most important question that you can ask at the end of a discovery call that is 100% going to get somebody to either lean in or bow out. And that's the purpose of the discovery call. Let's break this down in how we solve this issue with the discovery call or the phone screen as you often it's referred to. I want you guys to start thinking in terms of how do we bring value to this phone screen? How do we bring value to a discovery call? And first and foremost, we have to prioritize it. We have to start looking at the discovery call as an opportunity to understand each individual that we're potentially going to be bringing in for an interview. It's not about just bringing somebody in and hoping that they work out. That discovery call is so super important right now. Now, if you're just squandering that time with a person who's saying, hey, you know what? I just want to ask you a couple screening questions, which by the way, that doesn't impress anybody. So if you're asking screening questions, you need to get that out of your uh, repertoire right away. But taking the time to actually say, hey, look at, let's train our people to conduct a discovery call so we understand each person that's making it through to the interview process is going to be number one, position well for the organization. And number two, we're going to be able to provide them the growth that they're looking for so that person will thrive in organization. So first, let's put value in the discovery call. That's the first step here. Now, the other thing, I hear this all the time from recruiters that I talk to and that I've trained over throughout the years. I don't have time to call everybody. You don't have time not to call everyone. There's people that you're going to receive their resumes Obviously, they're going to be complete mismatches. 
you probably don't need to call them unless you see something that there might be some clues that lead you to believe otherwise. But it is your responsibility to contact people and get the right people in. Now, based off a resume is not the best way to do it because we all know resumes are full of misinformation. The data, it's either incomplete or it's completely wrong. We can utilize it to confirm our biases, which is not a good method, but most importantly, the most optimal way to do it is just pick up the phone and have a conversation with somebody. Learn about them. Now, our job as recruiters is to do that. Do we provide that every time? No, we don't, because we're often caught up in the conundrum of setting up interviews and looking for more people and sending out emails and doing non, well, what I like to call busy work, not really productive work. Having conversations with people is a recruiter's business. It's what we should be doing with everyone. Making the decision to call everyone is super important. This is how you not only eliminate the bottom 10%, but also weed out the 80% of people that are not positioned well for your organization. They maybe would have made it through to an interview because they bring the right skills, but what they're looking for does not align at all with your company. Now, what do I mean by this? People will tell you in a discovery call what it is that they desire. I'm looking for a company that's a large organization where I can work my 40 hours a week, spend time with my family, and have a nice pension at the end of it. If you're a startup, is that who you are? That's a simple no. And so if you are a startup and you are looking for people to work in your company, if somebody's telling you that's what they're looking for, then guess what? You don't need to continue any further with them. You need the person who says, hey, look at I wanna work at a small company, I want to be able to provide a big impact and whatever else that might sound like what you're looking for. But this is also how you are able to recognize the top 10% and get them to lean into your organization because you understand that what they're looking for is what you are. And now that puts us in a position of opportunity. It puts us in a position where we can understand what the hot buttons are for that person and allow them to lead the process into joining your organization. This brings me to the next point, which is, is really taking what we do and looking at that the screening call is typically a situation where we wanna evaluate whether or not somebody brings the right skills to the table. We wanna understand whether or not they have the comp that we need. And we wanna understand whether or not they can come in on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Skills is important for every role that you're looking to fill, but positioning is more impactful. Being able to understand what a person's pain is, what it is they desire, and then more importantly, the impact they bring to the organization is far more important or relevant to your organization than just asking if they have five years of this and four years of that. So the common info, great. As we go through this conversation, we're asking questions that allow us to understand what's important to that person. We're not pitching the company. We're not selling our opportunity. We, can, we have plenty of time to do that at the end. But if I'm asking somebody about why it is they're looking for a new role and their only answer is, well, I wanna make a bunch more money, but everything is great here and there's no reason for me to leave other than I wanna make more money. That's not a good enough pain point for you, number one, to engage that person and bring them in for an interview, but you're not gonna to wanna to compete with a bigger paycheck. 
because quite frankly, somebody else who's a larger company is gonna be able to come in and offer them that. So let them play that. Forgo the heartbreak of missing out on a good player who wasn't positioned well for your organization. We're gonna do pain, desire, impact, then we're gonna get into your common info. This is what everybody asks in a phone screen. Ask about the skills. You're gonna understand what skills they bring to the table. That's usually linked to the impact piece of the uh, conversation. And then of course, the commute, where they're interviewing, and compensation expectations. You've gathered this good intel. You understand that somebody's in alignment with your organization. Best way to wrap up now is by asking this question. So I call this the main criteria. What are three or four main criteria that you need to see in an opportunity for you to accept an offer with the organization? Now, not saying my organization, with a organization. And there's a critical component to this is that I do not want to include myself in this just yet. I do understand that somebody is positioned well. I've got myself a really solid player. I don't want to just drop the ball. What, what am I going to have to do for you to accept an offer with my company? I want to keep myself neutral at this point. Now you're allowing them to tell you how you need to close them, what it is that you need to give to them in order for them to be complete, feel whole, and want to join your organization. So what you're doing is you're confirming what they might have already told you in their pain point, what it is they desire, and the impact piece. Now, here's some really cool tidbits. What people will give to you in that moment is they'll give you the order of priority of what's important to them. So they may say something like, well, you know what? I need to work with really smart people. I really need to work on a project where I feel like I can make a bigger impact. I really need to be in a collaborative environment. I really need to work by myself. I need to be left alone, given the scope of the role, and then just left alone, and I just check in once a week. They may say to you, look at, I really need to be in a situation where I can get at least a 10% pay increase because da 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 da. But they're telling you in order of priority what's important to them. And now you can mentally just kind of have this conversation and help them to connect the dots. So this is how we can stand out. We essentially, we confirm what they desire, and they've given me now what it is they need in order for them to join my company. Now all I have to do is I need to spend a few moments connecting the dots for them. Because they've given me what's important to them, now I can start presenting my company and my opportunity. Now I can start presenting what the role is. And I can do it in such a way where I can target what's important to that individual. That's huge in making an impact on whether or not somebody's going to be able to join your organization or not. And now all I have to simply do is basically allow them to take ownership and I allow them to ask for the interview. Joe, Bill, Sally, whoever you're talking to, look, here's where I see we fit. Here's where I see we don't fit. What would you like to do? And simply leaving that open and allowing them to drive the process is so powerful because when somebody asks for the interview, they will show up. And now you've got a situation where you've got, you're putting in strong people who are positioned well for the organization who will not waste time of the people who are interviewing that person. That's how we stack the deck. That's how we get really good people into the organization and utilize that discovery call and that phone screen to the greatest of your ability. Some key takeaways I just want you guys to realize that this is, is one, please, please start prioritizing your discovery call. Stop calling it a screen, a phone screen, call it a discovery call. 
Look for alignment of positioning for every person before they are brought in for an interview. If somebody aligns with the organization, invite them in. Ask them what they'd like to do. They will ask for the interview. And if people ask for the interview, they will show up. And then finally, let people be proactive in their interview. Let them drive the process. Let them do the heavy lifting. Because when they do, then it becomes a much more powerful bond and it's much easier to get somebody to join your organization. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in this week's short episode of Higher Power Radio. I want to thank our team, Brian Colburn, Andrea Ballin, and Ayla Gerard. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, review, and share after all this shows for you. And we're going to continue to bring great content to you week after week. You can join the Higher Power Radio community at Higher, H-I-R-E, Power, P-O-W-E-R, Radio, R-A-D-I-O.com. Or you can drop me an email at rickatstridesearch.com. Tune in next Tuesday. Our guest is Hillman Sori. He is the co-founder of Coach CRM. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power Radio. Catch our LinkedIn Live show every Tuesday at noon or download the podcast on iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. We appreciate you joining us on Higher Power Radio with your guide to hiring success, Rick Gerard.